morning, and welcome to the Redeemer's Refuge radio broadcast, brought to you by Redeemer Lutheran Church, One Deer Walk Lane in Charleston, a member congregation of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Redeemer Lutheran Church, help, hope, and home in the body of Christ. The psalmist writes, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Psalm 46.1, this speaks to the hope God gives us amid the struggles of life. When life storms blow around us, our Redeemer, Jesus, gives refuge in the mighty fortress of our God. We pray this broadcast will remind you of that beautiful truth today. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto each of you from God our Father and our Lord and King, Jesus the Christ. Amen. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Let us pray. Living God, your Son made himself known to his disciples in the breaking of bread. Open the eyes of our faith that we may see him in all his redeeming work, who is alive and reigns now and forever. Amen. Our reading for this third Sunday in Easter is from Luke chapter 24, verses 13 through 35. That very day, two of them were going to a village named Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and they were talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him, And he said to them, What is this conversation that you are holding with each other as you walk? And they stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, named Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? And he said to them, What things? And they said to him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, a man who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things happened. Moreover, some women of our company amazed us. They were at the tomb early in the morning, And when they did not find his body, they came back saying that they had even seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the woman had said, but him they did not see. And he said to them, O foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. So they drew near to the village to which they were going. He acted as if he were going farther, but they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is now far spent. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at table with them, he took the bread and blessed and broke it and gave it to them. And their eyes were opened. And they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. 
They said to each other, Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked to us on the road, while he opened to us the scriptures? And they rose that same hour and returned to Jerusalem. And they found the eleven, and those who were with them gathered together, saying, The Lord has risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road and how he was known to them in the breaking of the bread. The stranger shows up on the road, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. (laughs) Just like Jesus to come incognito, undercover as it were, he hides himself. Listen to the prophet Isaiah. Truly, you are a God who hides himself, O God of Israel, the Savior. God hides himself. He will not let himself become visible. Yet it is in his hiding himself that Jesus shows himself to be our Savior. It is not that these travelers on the highway to Emmaus were confronted with a case of mistaken identity. Their eyes were kept from recognizing him. It was not that the Lord Jesus was absent from them. No, he was right there with them on the road. But they were prevented from recognizing him. They could not see him for who he is. Jesus remains to them a stranger. So as the conversation goes on, they tell him of their disappointment and now dead hope. Then the Lord Jesus interrupts Cleopas and his friend. Oh, foolish ones! and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken? Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. They urge Jesus to stay with them, and he does for a while. He takes for himself the place of host, blessing and breaking the bread, and he gives it to them. And their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. Now they recognize that this stranger with them is none other than Jesus, the same one who was crucified. The very one on whom their hopes were pinned is now alive and in their midst. No phantom, no ghost, but Jesus Yet when their eyes are open to see who it is who is with them, he disappears. With the Lord's body, he can do with it as he wills. His body is not confined by geography or time, for it is the Lord's body. With his body, locked doors are no barrier. With his body, he need not stay put in one place at a time. But where he puts himself, he puts himself for you. God does not invite you to search for him where he cannot be found, in the cosmic reaches of space or in the depths of your own soul, in the midst of unanswered questions and shaky statistics in a pandemic, in the aftermath of a terrible auto accident, in the loss of a job, in a personal financial crisis, or in the death of a loved one. We are, in all those things, and more tempted to ask, where is God? Or worse, we oftentimes expect God to answer our pleas with a sign or blessing of which he has not promised. Raised from the dead, he is free and loose to be wherever he puts himself for you. 
and you need not be in doubt as to where that is. The Lord hides himself from those men on the road to Emmaus so that he might reveal himself to them to show himself where and when it pleases him. And this is how Jesus wills to be known by you in his scriptures. It is the scriptures that testify of him and his opening up of those scriptures so that he is preached as the very son of God who had to be handed over to evil men, crucified and resurrected for us. The redemption that these Emmaus disciples had hoped for had indeed taken place, but it was far greater than what they could imagine. Redemption took place not in some act of political liberation. It happened in the death of God's own son who paid the price of our release, not with silver or gold, but with his own blood. That is what was necessary. It was necessary that Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory. It was necessary for you and your salvation. It has been done. The work is completed for you. It is finished. Christ was put to death for your trespasses and raised again for your justification. Yet even after his resurrection, the Lord Jesus hides his glory. He does not overwhelm the road-weary sojourners on the road to Emmaus with a blinding flash of dazzling radiance. He comes to them as a stranger whose identity is concealed from their eyes. This stranger reveals himself in his words that interpret the scriptures concerning himself and in the breaking of bread. What the Lord did for the Emmaus disciples, he does for you. Your eyes are kept from seeing him. There will come a day when we will see him. On that last day, the Lord Jesus Christ will no longer be concealed from our view. Then all eyes will be upon him, either to their everlasting joy or their eternal shame. Then we will behold him and not another. Then in our flesh, we will see our Redeemer as Job confessed in the Old Testament. But not yet. Now to recognize Jesus means that he vanishes from our sight. He hides himself so that we may learn to hear him, to trust in him. For faith comes not by sight, but by hearing. Now we are not given to see him. We are given to hear him. We hear him as he speaks to us in the preaching of his scriptures. His words that are spirit and life. You hear him in his word of absolution that declares your sins are forgiven. You hear him not at that ordinary supper table at that road stop near Emmaus, but, but at his holy supper where he gives you his body to eat and his blood to drink for the forgiveness of your sins. You know, for all our errant searching in the cosmic reaches of space or in the depths of our own souls, in the midst of unanswered questions and shaky statistics in a pandemic, in the aftermath of a terrible auto accident, in the loss of a job, in a personal financial crisis, or in the death of a loved one, his word and sacraments are the gifts he gives, the comfort of forgiveness and reconciliation, even amid the varied uncertainties we face in this life. His presence 
as we gather around his word and sacrament is what he gives us as we walk the road of our lives as his precious possession. We look forward to the day when he opens our eyes to truly see him. Until then, we revel in the gifts which he gives to us, knowing they are a foretaste of the feast to come. As St. Paul puts it, For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. And their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. But not from their hearing, for faith comes from hearing, and hearing through the word of Christ. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Let us pray. Risen Christ, you filled your disciples with boldness and fresh hope. Strengthen us to proclaim your risen life and fill us with your peace. To the glory of God the Father. Amen. Thank you for giving us a brief moment of your day. Our prayer and hope is that the message of the good news of Jesus Christ will have a positive impact for you as we at Redeemer Lutheran Church endeavor to be help, hope, and home in the body of Christ for all whom we meet. We invite you to come and receive the Lord's blessing through word and sacrament as we gather on Sunday mornings at 1045 for our worship service. We're located at 1 Deer Walk Lane, just off the Paula Road exit on Corridor G. You can find us on the web at RedeemerWV.org and on Facebook at Redeemer Lutheran Church WV. Thank you, and may God bless your day.